Hello, beautiful friends. Welcome to the Goddess Activation Podcast, where we dive deep into all things divine feminine energy, pleasure, healing, sensuality, and really living connected with our bodies. I'm your host, Nikita Anand, spiritual embodiment coach and Kundalini and Tantra facilitator. And if you're ready to remember, reclaim, and activate the ancient wisdom that has always been within your body, stay tuned. Welcome back to the Goddess Activation Podcast. It's such an honor and pleasure to have you with us today. Today's episode is all about how to connect with your feminine energy. This is whether you are completely new to this topic or if you have already started connecting more with your feminine side, with your feminine energy. These are things that maybe it's the first time you're hearing them, maybe it's not, but especially if it's not, it's really good to have these reminders and sometimes we know the tools and the practices that we would need to do but we don't do them because there's a part of us that is avoiding that process or um, that result. So if you even have been connecting more with your feminine energy, I still invite you to listen to this episode fully as you might get some new practices out of it or get the inspiration to also do them if you haven't been doing them lately. And before we start, I want to read bits and parts of one of my most recent IG posts that I just did. It's about sacral chakra and it really hits the nail on its head as to why even should we connect more with our feminine energy? Why does that help us in our life? What does, does that help us with? So our sacral chakra is our second chakra, right? It's behind our belly button. It's our pleasure center. It's all about creativity, about pleasure, about sexuality, sensuality, and it's a water element. So for me, the water has always been feminine, like the flow of the water has always been feminine. And working with the sacral chakra opens us up to a, allow our desires to come up and B, also follow through on our desires. So if you desire to have a partner, you desire to have your own business, you desire to um, feel more confident and more sexy in your body, then this is one of the chakras that will help you a lot with with being on the path to experience and I don't like to say achieve, but let's say achieve that desire. So in this sacral chakra post, I shared that this is where new ideas and inspiration is and are born. I mean, of course, that is also where our womb is, that that's the creation portal, that's the birth portal. This is also where you would prepare your body to birth new courses, birth new projects, but also, of course, birth a baby. And when we are connected with our sacral chakra, with our womb, we are connected with our wisdom, with our pleasure. And it is also a deeper power center. So I did a um, group online experience in April 2022. It was six weeks long, which was all about um, the solar plexus chakra. So one, one above the sacral and about the throat chakra. In that online experience, it was all about owning your power and also speaking it. And we worked a lot with our power centers there. And with our power center, we don't just have one. If you look at all the chakras in a general way, most people would say your power center is in your solar plexus or in your heart. And that is true for a lot of people. And for us women or as beings who want to be deeper embodied in our feminine energy, our sacral chakra, our pleasure, our sexuality, our creative chakra is the deeper power center. This is where more of the primal 
power and energy comes up within us. And that is one of the most chakras and the most topics and things that we have been suppressed, that have been suppressed within us and also we as women have been suppressed in. And when we women connect with our sacral chakra, when we connect with our womb, there's this primal ancient energy and power that comes up. So when I say this as a power center, I mean a even deeper power center than just than just the, hey, that this is where I get my energy from. Our power center in our sacral chakra is where this primal earth and ancient energy within us comes up. And so with this, there is an unshakable trust within us that we create and tap into. I mean, that trust has always been here, but maybe there were layers of disbeliefs, of of illusions, of past trauma and past patterns that were clouding that. In my opinion, we've always had trust within us, but we have forgotten how to connect with it. And yes, there is also an aspect of in some areas, if you're completely new to something, then of course you have to gain a trust in that over time. There is a new level of radiant energy, inner power, and deep truth that comes out when we are connected with our sacral chakra, with our feminine energy. And when we release old stories of shame, guilt around your body, your pleasure, your inner being, you allow the true version of you, the authentic version of you to come out. This is what I mean with connecting with our womb to access that primal part of us because that is where we are not like oh I need to be the nice girl and mm, 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 and I'm stepping up the career ladder this is your deep power of who are you yes also as a woman and as a feminine being but also as a soul as an energy as a as you if we didn't have the gift of 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 seeing with our eyes like seeing um seeing beauty with our eyes physically and appearances like that is the true power that comes up. Like like when you think of someone um, powerful and you just forget about their faces and their bodies and their appearance, but you can still feel their power. Let's say Serena Williams. I feel like I can feel her power, like just completely ignoring her, her, um, her appearance. Of course, that is powerful as well. But you know what I mean? Like this power that comes up that isn't about appearances anymore that isn't about oh I'm in a blazer so I'm a girl boss now or (laughs) or any of that but the deeper the depth of you as a soul and energy so when you connect with your sacral energy and with your feminine energy the old stories of hiding playing small holding back your full potential change into being courageous excited and feeling empowered to share your bigness and i will do an episode of owning your power and the different layers of that in a few days so watch out for that one as well so this transformation leads us from fear into love from fear into power and from fear of failure of what what others might say turns into excitement for what you are creating so yes of course people will, can and always will maybe say bullshit about you or your work but if you are so excited by what you are by who you are and by also what you are creating it truly won't matter And this transformation happens on a mental, emotional, physical, and energetic level that starts to impact your whole life. You will start to feel more in love with all different areas of your life, with yes, also your appearance, with your body, with your pleasure, with your sexuality, but also in your relationships, with friends, with family, with a lover. And I mean, 
I, one of the core biggest things of my business is working with feminine embodiment, with feminine energy, with this goddess energy. This is what my Remembering the Goddess retreat is all about. So this has always been a big chunk of what I am sharing online and what I do in my um, more intimate containers. And it's for a reason. It's not just because feminine energy sounds cool and you look sexy when you're showing more skin. That's not what what it's about. It's about this power and this trust that starts to come up into every single area of your life. So the first thing is connecting with your emotions. This might be for some of you new and hard. For some of you, it might be like, oh no, I can do this pretty easily or pretty naturally by now. Very quickly, emotions are energy in motions that move through our bodies and emotions are here to teach us. Emotions aren't always real, but they show us what our body and our being felt like in the moment where something happened, like a trauma or just like a past experience in the past, which when you think about it now, there's emotion that comes up in your body, there's sensations that come up in your body. This is one thing. Or just anything when you're in a present moment right now and something happens now and you have sensations and emotions coming up, it shows you, okay, how does my body feel? How do I feel? What is coming up within me? Are there old wounds being touched? Is there an old trauma coming up? Is there just me feeling hurt? Of course, there's not always only you. There could be multiple people in that example. Um, But connecting with your emotions is a non-negotiable. And when we learn to in the beginning it can be really hard right like connecting with our emotions and allowing ourselves to feel for some of us it's really hard to connect with our anger that is what was hard for me in the beginning I have a whole episode on anger and on shame Um, if you scroll down on my podcast you will find it I think there's even multiple ones on shame and on anger and for others grieving or or crying is really hard sadness is hard so you can ask yourself okay which emotion is the hardest for me to feel and maybe dive deeper into that and see okay what is my past with that was it safe for me to cry or to feel my emotions and growing up all these questions you can get deeper into your relationship with emotions through that and when we stop making emotions bad and we also don't necessarily need to make them very good we can just see them neutrally we can allow ourselves to feel them feel them fully sometimes that's a sometimes that's an hour sometimes that's shorter sometimes that's that's a day a week sometimes it's months and that is okay not making any of that bad just because you're moving through a lot of sadness for a month doesn't make you bad but what is really important here is that you have the tools to move through that and if and i mean even better have the support that you don't have to go through this alone and But there's nothing wrong with moving through sadness for a long period of time. And I really want to break the stigma of this topic that it's okay if your emotions of what you are healing through right now is holding on for a longer period of time. And I mean, I've had countless examples where I'm a very happy, optimistic, natural, high energy person. And for me, there have been moments in my life where I was I was that and it, it was natural. I wasn't faking it. But in the evening, that is when the sadness came up and that was lasting for one to three months sometimes. So not making any of that bad, but allowing yourself to create a safe space in your body and 
then allowing yourself to feel your emotions. There's the episode number 21, and I believe 32, if I'm not mistaken, which dive deeper into all of this. And connecting with your emotions, allowing yourself to feel them, not suppress them, express them in a safe and um, secure way in which you feel good of expressing them or you feel safe of expressing them. It doesn't always feel good, but it is super necessary. And as you continue this work of having a a good, but also neutral relationship with emotions, like for me, I love, I love moving through my emotions, but I also know um, like I don't make them bad or very good anymore. I just see them as they are emotions. I get to move through them and then I am clearer on whatever topic I was moving through. The second thing is looking at your face and your body in the mirror. And I mean, depending on where you are in your journey right now, this might be like super fun and yes, and I love myself. I love mirror work with myself. Maybe that is our experience and that is amazing. I love that. (laughs) And maybe it brings up a lot of different things. I I've talked about shame again multiple times and shame used to be my biggest um biggest thing like my biggest block I used to hold so much shame around my body especially around my belly and around um around pleasure and around sexuality around almost anything I was shame was one of the biggest things in my life in the past and when I started mirror work maybe I don't know maybe six 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 years ago five six seven years ago I when whenever I looked into the mirror and I looked into my eyes not even my body let's just like place this as a second step just looking into my eyes in the mirror I would tear up because I would look into my soul through my eyes in the mirror and I would just like my soul my body felt how harsh I was being to myself all the time back in the day I was a huge self-critic I mean it's crazy to look back how much of a self-critic I was I was constantly just judging myself and criticizing myself and I was being so mean to myself in in thoughts and in words to myself and so when I started to look into into the mirror into my own eyes there's all this like this hurt that came up and not the hurt from other people the hurt that I was causing to myself by myself by being so mean to myself and it really it brought up a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. And also, you know, seeing myself. Another thing that really helped me was in the beginning, seeing myself from an outside perspective. Like I told myself, okay, now let's look at myself as if I was a stranger. So in my mind, when I was looking into the mirror, I was um, like looking at myself as if I was a stranger walking past me you know, like at a coffee shop or walking past on the street. And this really allowed me to create some sort of a distance of not being super attached to the whole process. I mean, there were moments where I was super attached, but this allowed me to create some more distance and not focus on that small little pimple. um, I don't know, (laughs) somewhere on my cheek or on my forehead. This allowed me to see myself with a more kind eyes. That's what I want to say. Yes. This allowed me to see myself with more kind eyes. And that is what I needed back then. And 
and I mean now I just when I whenever I think about myself or look at myself I'm just so filled with joy and happiness and gratitude and and just think like wow I'm so beautiful and thank you that I am the way I am and all of this but this took me seven years of work this wasn't this wasn't done in a in a week or a month this took me a lot of years and a lot of work and a lot of emotions and a lot of trauma healing and a lot of all the healing that I do in my sessions in my retreats this took me a lot of that to get here but we can all do it right we can all do it and so mirror gazing just into your eyes great step and into your face great great exercise and then let's move into the whole body so in the beginning um standing fully naked in front of the mirror and mirror doing mirror work like that was too much i i, I mean i i knew that I couldn't stand naked in front of the mirror because there would just be so much shame and maybe even hate and criticism that would have come up within me. So I started with my clothes on and just looked at my body and asked myself, okay, which are the body parts that I don't like? And started to move through this whole process and just see which body parts I didn't like, where I had shame. Why did I have to shame? Why did I think my belly had to be thinner? Was it truly because I thought my belly fat was um, bad and ugly and all of these things? Or was it because all I saw was Victoria's Secret fashion shows? I mean, I love them. Um, and all the magazines and Instagram and, and, and all these external things was it because I only saw thin models with zero belly fat and with lots of abs? Or was it because I really thought that the belly fat was ugly on me? And most of the time it was the first one, right? And so really creating, seeing where have you bought into believing beliefs that society tells us or other people have told us, told you, maybe your mother, maybe a friend, maybe an ex. And what is your core belief? And maybe in the beginning it is hard for you to differentiate between which one of these two it is but the more we practice the more we get there and slowly you can progress into a naked body scan in front of the mirror and what I did was um, as soon as I said something mean or thought something mean about myself I would start again and <laughs> that took forever to get through my whole body but it was so so healing and I mean, there's a lot of different practices with mirror work. And in my online course called Sensual Sexuality Mastery, I guide you step by step into releasing that shame, guilt and old energetic and emotional blocks around around your body, around pleasure, around sexuality, around your feminine energy, around your sacral chakra. I guide you step by step through all of this. So that online course is always on sale. You can click on the link in the bio or message me on Instagram. We just had a few more signups in the past few days. So if you are ready to focus on that, I highly, highly, highly recommend getting that one. I've poured, I created that course, I think 2021, is that true? Yeah. Um, I launched that course somewhere in 2021 and I think so. And I poured everything that I knew up until then into it, everything that I did the past previous six years, everything and only the best exercises I put into there. And you have guided ceremonies, you have smaller practices, like you have a, let's say a 30 minute guided ceremony, but you also have 10 minute small practices. And you also have some teachings around topics like how to start connecting with your emotions, how to um, release shame, how to connect with your Kundalini energy, all these things. Um, so honestly, it's, it's great. I love that course. Check it out. 
And let's get into the next step of um, how to connect with your feminine energy. So the next step, which might not be too surprising, (laughs) is connecting more with your intuition. I mean, how many of us have been thought to do things, maybe career-wise, lover-wise, any other way, doing things that your parents or other people told you how to do them and when to do them and why to do them. And I have found so many of my clients come to me and tell me, um, especially in the beginning, that they don't know how to differentiate between intuition and what the mind is telling them. So let's get into that one. As a very quick recap, the left side of the brain is the masculine, the logical, the rational, the structure, and the right side is the emotional, feminine, intuition, um, creative flow side. So of course there's more to that, but in a very quick sentence, that is it. And when we can, when we make decisions from the mind, we could make a list of pros and cons about anything and everything. We could make it about careers, about lovers, about anything, and we would not get to a final answer because the mind can find unlimited things in the mind. And when we start to make decisions, not only, but more out of our intuition, with our intuition, we start to connect more with our inner feminine um, energy. And we also connect with this primal trust within us. If you always make the decisions from the mind and you catch yourself not trusting yourself, that might be because in some ways you are only trusting your mind. You're not, and you're only trusting the information that you were given through books, through other people, through news and through things like that. And I mean, the mind is made up of past experiences and the influences that the mind receives, but the body has also has this primal ancient connection with spirit, with with your heart, with your love, with your body, with you as a soul and a spiritual being, right? So if you can slowly create more trust in your decisions that you make with your intuition, if you can connect more with your intuition, which is like a muscle, it takes practice. The more you will trust yourself, the more you will trust your intuition and the more you will feel connected with your intuition and with your feminine energy. And I mean, there's simple ways. For example, when you're walking somewhere, instead of walking the route that you always take or 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 um, Googling which is the fastest route, can you trust your intuition and just take those exits or those walk, choose those roads on a crossroad, which you feel called to walk towards or through. And things like that, or what to wear, things like that. How can you trust your intuition more when you're making a decision about going somewhere, doing something, and also bigger decisions in life, can you connect more with your intuition to make them? And something easy would be, you know, meditating maybe for five minutes before you make the decision and asking yourself, okay, how is my heart feeling? How is my solar plexus feeling? How is my womb feeling? And I mean, you can also include the mind. We don't have to completely forget about the mind. The mind is also great in a lot of beautiful things, but can you create the connection with the mind, body, and spirit, right? It's not just the mind. Can you include more the feminine aspect into your daily life? And whenever I make big decisions, I do it like I just said. I connect with my heart, ask my heart, what do I, What does my heart want? What does my solar plexus feel? What does my womb feel? And also logically, right? Sometimes we also need a bit of the logical aspect. And then we come to more practices on what to do to connect with your feminine energy is to connect more with your heart and your womb, which I just touched upon. Five minute meditations in the morning. How is my heart feeling today? How is my womb feeling today? 
asking your heart how you can take care of your heart today more or with your womb more, right? Sometimes it's, sometimes for me, it's going to the gym. Sometimes my heart is like, go work out. <laughs> sometimes it's rest. Sometimes it's take a bath. Sometimes it's finish that project that you have been having in your back mind for so long. So just do it so you get it done. Sometimes it's the opposite. Sometimes it's take a break from work, right? So, um, as you do that, as you connect more with your heart and your womb, you also will deepen your trust into your intuition as well. And the last few things that I want to share today is asking yourself, do you or where do you hold shame or beliefs that aren't serving you around pleasure, around sexuality, around women in general? Do you feel a lot of jealousy when you see other women um, on the street or in career or wherever? Do you, like, what is your experience with women? And dismantling them, right? Slowly untangling those beliefs and finding the root of that and connecting more with your senses, being more in the present moment, connecting more with your sexual energy, connecting more with your womb, connecting more with your sacral chakra. And as you start to breathe into your sacral chakra, you will feel this primal energy rise up and get activated within you, which for me is your primal feminine energy. It's also your kundalini energy. And so there's a lot of different things that I have to say here. I could talk about this for days. And if you're feeling called to get and connect deeper with your feminine energy and also have some support around that. If you're more the self-learner type of person, I recommend the Sensual Sexuality Mastery online course, the seven-week online course that I shared a bit more a few minutes ago that guides you step-by-step step to release shame, guilt, and all these old experiences around your body, around pleasure, and around sexuality and feminine energy in general. And I love that online course. You will be guided with ceremonies, with smaller practices, and also new teachings on a lot of these topics or all of these topics that I just talked about. And if you're more the one-on-one -on -one or group or in-person type of person, I invite you to the Remembering the Goddess retreat, which is happening from the 24th until the 28th April in Mallorca this year, 2023. And this is where for five days we are fully devoting ourselves to connecting with our feminine energy. I added the best, most powerful practices, especially practices that you cannot do online, especially practices that you cannot do in an online course, <laughs> that you cannot do by yourself to really release all those, all that trauma and past beliefs or things that don't serve you anymore, especially around your feminine energy so that you can remember the goddess within you again and also around you with the sisters who are joining us as well. And the focus is learning to worship yourself as the goddess that you are and connecting with your feminine energy and seeing yourself also as the goddess that you are and and treating yourself like that moving forward on a daily basis like that as well. So we only have three spots left. Please DM me if you want to learn more or click on the show notes to learn more. And this retreat has the biggest place in my heart. I'm so excited for it. This is the second time we're doing it. I cannot wait to see you. And if you have any questions, please message me, DM me, and I'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. We would love to hear what your favorite takeaways were by DMing us at Soul Coach Nikita on Instagram. If you would leave a five-star review on this podcast or share it with your friends and family and in your IG story and tagging us at Soul Coach Nikita that would greatly help us spread the message and reach even more people. 
If there is anything that you wish and desire for us to cover in this podcast, please DM us at Soul Coach Nikita on Instagram and we will try our best to cover it. Sending you so much love. XOXO Nikita.